Ready to form Voltron! This is a job for Superman. Power Rangers! Right away, Michael. Autobots, transform! By the power of Grayskull! For the honor of Grayskull! I'm the Doctor. Welcome back to Charlie's GeekCast. I am your host, Charlie Niemeyer, and this time out, we're on day four of our look at the history of the Super Bowl. Today, we are going to be looking at Super Bowls 34 to 44, and we are going to start that right now. Super Bowl 34 featured two recently relocated teams. The St. Louis Rams had moved from Los Angeles five years earlier, and the Tennessee Titans had spent 36 years as the Houston Oilers, one of the original AFL teams. In 1997, they moved to Tennessee and had just completed their first season as the Titans when they took on the Rams on January 30th, 2000 at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Despite the Rams' high-scoring offense, they'd only managed a 9-0 lead at halftime. They managed a 16-0 lead when they finally scored their first touchdown halfway through the third quarter. The Titans then set a new record by overcoming their 16-point deficit and tying the game with just over two minutes remaining in the game. Rams quarterback Kurt Warner answered with a 73-yard touchdown pass, giving them a 23-16 lead. Tennessee managed to work their way down to the Rams' 10-yard line with six seconds left to go, giving them time for just one more play. But while quarterback Steve McNair's pass to receiver Kevin Dyson went off without a hitch, Rams linebacker Mike Jones managed to stop him just inches, and I do mean inches, Less than the one, it was between the one yard line and the end zone yard line. And that gave the Rams their first Super Bowl victory. Now known as the tackle or one yard short, the final play became known as one of the most exciting game ending plays in NFL history. Kurt Warner was named MVP thanks to his 414 yard passing and one touchdown performance. He also managed 45 pass attempts without an interception, which set a new record. Live from Raymond James Stadium in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida, Super Bowl 35 was played on January 28, 2001, featuring the Baltimore Ravens and the New York Giants. There's an old adage that states, while offense will win you games, it's the defense that wins championships. That was never more true than with this season's Baltimore Ravens. Featuring a play-it-safe offense, it was mainly the defense winning the games, not only stopping the opposing teams, but also using turnovers to either set up offensive scoring or to score points of their own. This was displayed in the Super Bowl as New York was unable to score on any of their offensive possessions. After going into halftime with a 10-0 lead and no scoring for the first 11 minutes of the third quarter, touchdowns were scored on three consecutive plays in the span of just 36 seconds. First, Ravens defensive back Dwayne Starks intercepted a pass and returned it 49 yards for a touchdown. On the ensuing kickoff, Giants returner Ron Dixon returned at 97 yards for the Giants' only points of the game. On the ensuing kickoff, 
Ravens returner Jermaine Lewis returned at 84 yards for another touchdown. The Ravens scored another 10 points in the fourth to finish the game with a 34-7 victory. They had managed to hold the Giants to 152 total yards, which is especially interesting considering Ravens quarterback Trent Dilfer, in the play-it-safe offense, threw for 153 yards. The MVP of the game was Ravens linebacker Ray Lewis, thanks to his three solo tackles, two assists, and four blocked passes. Super Bowl 36 was played on February 3, 2002 at the Louisiana Superdome in New Orleans. It was originally set for January 27th, but the 9-11 attacks caused the NFL to suspend play for the following weekend, with those games becoming the new final week of the season. This pushed the playoffs and the Super Bowl both back a week. They also redesigned the Super Bowl 36 logo to give it a more patriotic look and feel. The teams playing in the game were the St. Louis Rams with their high-powered greatest show-on-turf offense against the Cinderella Patriots with their superb defense and second-year quarterback Tom Brady. The game started off with the Rams gaining a 3-0 lead, but the Patriots managed 17 points before the Rams finally scored late in the fourth, tying things up at 17-17 with only a minute 30 left in the game. But with no timeouts, Brady managed to move the ball to the Rams' 30-yard line before spiking the ball to stop the clock with just seven seconds left. Then, Patriots kicker Adam Vinatieri came in and kicked the game-winning field goal as time expired, giving the Patriots a 20-17 victory and their first Super Bowl victory. Tom Brady, thanks to his last-minute heroics, was named MVP. Super Bowl 37 was played on January 26, 2003 at Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego between the Oakland Raiders and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ironically, after leading Oakland to the AFC Championship game in the previous two seasons, and to save money, coach John Gruden was actually traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for draft picks. The game was set up with Oakland's high-powered offense and mediocre defense, taking on Tampa's adequate offense and high-powered defense. Once again, the team that scored first failed to actually win the game. After Oakland jumped out to a 3-0 lead early in the first quarter, the Buccaneers started off with two field goals before scoring four straight touchdowns. Down 34-3, Oakland finally started to answer back with two offensive touchdowns and a blocked punt returned for a touchdown. But the Bucs pretty much put a halt to things right there. The final scoring in the game came late into the fourth quarter, with the game no longer in doubt and the Raiders playing for pride. Raiders quarterback Rich Gannon threw two interceptions that were returned for touchdowns, giving him a Super Bowl record five interceptions for the day. The result? A 48-21 win for Tampa Bay, their first Super Bowl victory. Now, as you might imagine, the Raiders were fully aware of who they were playing in the Super Bowl, but they were still running the same offense that Gruden had installed while he was their coach. Not even the audible calls had changed. As such, the Bucks' defense was very well prepared for Oakland and managed to dominate the game. Oh, and since you can't really give the coach MVP honors, Tampa Bay safety Dexter Jackson was named MVP, thanks in most part to his two interceptions. Also, as of this recording, this was the last Super Bowl played in January. Super Bowl 38 saw the return of the New England Patriots to take on the Carolina Panthers at Reliant Stadium in Houston, Texas on February 1st, 2004. Considered to be one of, if not the best Super Bowl ever played, the game was mostly overshadowed by a wardrobe malfunction in which Janet Jackson's breast was exposed for less than a second. This would lead to the FCC cracking down on indecency and a 5 to 10 second delay for many live events to allow time for similar incidents to be censored. 
But this show is about the Super Bowl, so let's talk about that. Most of the first half was a defensive struggle, with neither team scoring a point until about three minutes before halftime, at which New England began a scoring onslaught in which both teams scored a total of 24 points and gave the Patriots a 14-10 halftime lead. Evidently, that halftime show left the players in shock too because neither team managed to score any points in the third quarter. But everyone finally came to their senses in the fourth, with both teams trading touchdowns before the Panthers scored another to gain a one-point lead after a failed two-point conversion. New England then scored another touchdown, but their two-point conversion was good. When the Panthers scored another touchdown with just over a minute left in the game, they decided to tie it rather than run the risk of failing another two-point attempt. Then, just like in their last Super Bowl, Tom Brady once again marched the Patriots down the field and Adam Vinatieri kicked the game-winning field goal with just four seconds left. New England won 32-29 and gained their second Vince Lombardi trophy. His last-minute heroics, along with passing for 354 yards and three touchdowns, once again earned Tom Brady the MVP. The Patriots returned again for Super Bowl 39 against the Philadelphia Eagles on February 6, 2005 at Altel Stadium in Jacksonville, Florida. This was another close game, with no one scoring in the first quarter, and then both teams only managing one touchdown each in both the second and the third quarters. Tied 14-14 going into the fourth quarter, the Patriots managed another touchdown, and then, changing the script a bit from their previous Super Bowls, Adam Vinatieri kicked what would end up being the game-winning field goal with over eight and a half minutes left in the game. After that, the Eagles' defense dug in their heels and prevented any more Patriots scoring. But on the ensuing drive, Eagles quarterback Donovan McNabb was intercepted. After the Patriots were once again stopped, McNabb led the Eagles down the field for a touchdown to bring the score to 24-21. However, the drive had taken up a lot of time. Although the Patriots went three and out on their next drive, they had forced Philadelphia to use all their timeouts and had pinned them down at their own four with just 46 seconds left. In a hurry to beat the clock and avoid the Patriots' defense, McNabb threw a pass that deflected off of one of his receivers and into the hands of a Patriots defender with just nine seconds left in the game, and sealing the deal for New England's third championship in four years. This time, receiver Dion Branch won MVP honors thanks to making a record-setting 11 catches and gaining 133 yards. Oh, and fun note, after the previous year's halftime snafu, this Super Bowl featured Paul McCartney, and zero wardrobe malfunctions. Super Bowl 40, played on February 5th, 2006 at Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan, saw the Super Bowl debut of the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was the first Super Bowl to be broadcast entirely in HD. Known for some controversial penalties called by the officiating crew, this was a relatively low-scoring Super Bowl compared to previous seasons. Once again, the losing team scored first, with Seattle scoring a field goal late in the first quarter. Pittsburgh answered with a touchdown late in the second to lead 7-3 at halftime. After the Rolling Stones' halftime performance, which neither represented the music of Detroit nor had any wardrobe malfunctions, both teams exchanged touchdowns in the third quarter before Pittsburgh put any chance of a comeback out of reach for Seattle with another touchdown midway through the fourth to give them a 21-10 final score. Steeler running back Jerome Bettis, in his final game, rushed 14 times for 43 yards, helping to really drain the clock in the final quarter to help seal the victory. Wide receiver Antoine Randall-L's 43-yard touchdown pass to Hines Ward in the third quarter was the first touchdown thrown by a receiver in the Super Bowl, and Ward also won MVP honors, catching five passes for 123 yards and a touchdown. 
Super Bowl 41, played on February 4th, 2007, saw the return of two teams that had not been in the Super Bowl for a long time. The Chicago Bears were making just their second Super Bowl appearance and their first appearance in 21 years. The Indianapolis Colts were making their first appearance in Super Bowl V back when they were still from Baltimore. Also, both Colts head coach Tony Dungy and Bears head coach Lovey Smith became the first African-American coaches to make it to a Super Bowl. Played at Dolphins Park in Miami, this was surprisingly the first Super Bowl to be played in the rain. At the time, the Bears managed the quickest score in Super Bowl history when Devin Hester returned the opening kickoff for a 92-yard touchdown, which took him just 14 seconds. By the end of the first quarter, the Bears were winning 14-6, but thanks to the Colts' defense forcing five turnovers, including an interception return for a touchdown, and three field goals by Adam Vinatieri, who is now with the Colts, the Colts outscored the Bears 23-3 in the remaining three quarters to win 29-17. Colts quarterback Peyton Manning was named MVP thanks to completing 25 of 38 passes for 247 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. The New England Patriots came into Super Bowl 42 on February 3, 2008 in Glendale, Arizona, as only the second team to enter a Super Bowl undefeated. The New York Giants entered the game looking to be the first NFC wildcard team to win a Super Bowl. These two teams had played a hard-fought game at the end of the regular season that was won by the Patriots by just three points. This game was pretty similar, except that the defenses were even more dominant this time. As such, the Patriots entered the fourth quarter with only a 7-3 lead. After exchanging touchdowns, the Giants got the ball on their own 17-yard line with just 2 minutes, 39 seconds left, and down 14-10. Quarterback Eli Manning led the team down the field on a game-winning drive, including one amazing play that involved Manning getting out of what appeared to almost be a sack, maybe more than once, and tossing it to a wide receiver, David Tyree, who barely managed to catch it by holding the ball against the top of his helmet. Direct snap to Manning. Back to throw. The rush. Going to be hit. Going to be sacked. No, no, he got out of it. Now he fires downfield. Back of the shirt, I am still flabbergasted with what Eli Manning was able to do. What a catch by Tyree. Oh. Tyree had Harrison all over him. The ball was on his helmet, but he got his other hand on it and pulled it in. A few plays later, Manning ended the drive with a 13-yard touchdown pass to Plexico Burris, to put the Giants up 17-14 with just 35 seconds left. In addition to his otherwise impressive stats, this helped solidify Manning as the game MVP with just one year after his brother won the same honor. On February 1st, 2009, the Arizona Cardinals made their Super Bowl debut against the Pittsburgh Steelers in Super Bowl 43 at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida. The first half was actually pretty close. At the end of the first half, the Steelers were up 10-7, but the Cardinals were driving down the field to either tie or take the lead at halftime. Down at the Steelers' one-yard line with just 18 seconds left in the half, Cardinals quarterback Kurt Warner's pass for the go-ahead touchdown was intercepted by Steelers linebacker James Harrison at the goal line. 
and he returned it 100 yards to score a touchdown for the Steelers. From the gun, Steelers show blitz. Here they come. He gets it away, and it's picked off at the goal line. There's a flag thrown on the run back, James Harrison, to run it back, and Harrison is past midfield. Harrison going down the sideline. Harrison still on his feet. Harrison is going to go all the way and waiting for the official to get there. Touchdown is signal. A flag is down on the run back, back at the nine-yard line. Prior to the pass, personal foul, grasping the face mask. Offense number 74. The foul occurred during the last time down. The touchdown counts. Unbelievable. Harrison completely gassed. The call is on Reggie Wells. It's a 100-yard interception return. After a fairly quiet third quarter, in which the only score was a Steelers field goal, the Cardinals overcame a 13-point deficit to take a 23-20 lead with less than three minutes left in the game. But when it really mattered, the Steelers managed to work their way down the field and scored the go-ahead touchdown, giving them a 27-23 lead with just 35 seconds left in the game. The Cardinals made a valiant attempt, but after getting all the way to the Steeler 44, Warner fumbled the ball and it was recovered by Pittsburgh, giving the Steelers another Super Bowl victory and making them the first team to win six. Steelers receiver Santonio Holmes, who caught that winning touchdown, was named MVP. And our final game for this timeout was on February 7, 2010 and saw the Indianapolis Colts take on the New Orleans Saints in Super Bowl 44 at Sun Life Stadium in Miami. It was the first Super Bowl appearance of the Saints and went a lot better for them than the last few Super Bowl rookies. Favored to win beforehand, it came as no surprise that the Colts were winning at halftime. But what was a surprise was the Saints opening up the second half with an onside kick. That's usually reserved for near the end of the game or near the end of the half when the losing team needs to get as many points as they can. They managed to recover it and use the momentum to go down and score a touchdown. The Colts were able to respond with a touchdown of their own to take a 17-13 lead, but then the Saints scored 18 unanswered points to defeat the Colts 31-17. Saints quarterback Drew Brees, who completed 32 of 39 passes for 288 yards and two touchdowns, was named MVP. Also, this was the last Super Bowl to have a unique logo, but more on that next time. So that's going to do it for our look at these 11 Super Bowls. Next time out on our final journey through the history, we'll be looking at Super Bowls 45 through 55. I hope you have a great evening, and I will see you then. Thank you for listening to Charlie's GeekCast. Feedback for the show can be sent to charliesgeekcast at gmail.com, or you can feel free to leave a comment at the show's posting at charliesgeekcast.com. All images and music heard on the show are copyright their respective copyright holders and are used for entertainment purposes only. No infringement is intended. Charlie's Geekcast is a proud member of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. Please be sure to stop by Two True Freaks to check out more great shows. Thank you again for listening, and good night. Another to gain a one-point lead after a failed two-point conference after a fa- yeah, before, uh. but apparently, but everyone finally came to their senses in the fourth, with both teams trading touchdowns before the, co- what? <coughs> but everyone came, fi- but everyone finally came to their senses, but everyone finally came to their senses in the fourth, with both teams trading touchdowns before the Panthers scored another to get,